0: Good morning. I love Sunday. Do you love Sunday? Stand up on your feet a little bit longer. (laughs) Amen. So good to see everybody from here to there and here to there. Amen. Turn around one more time. Just say howdy to somebody. That's for me. That's for me. Amen. I can't get around and shake everybody's hand. You can sit down. So uh, thank you for doing that for me. Good to see you again. Wow. Great to be in sunny Florida. Yes. Sometimes it's not so sunny, but today is beautiful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Do we have some guests? Maybe you've never been in this church before. You got some here, here. Amen. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. This is a good place. Yeah. Great pastors here in this church. We love you guys. How long have we been coming here? How long have we, you've been here 33 years, and we've been coming, it's been good, we were a little younger, (laughs) but this church has multiplied, and pushed out walls, and I'm telling you, changed up everything, I tell you what, you're going somewhere, amen, amen, so we're happy to be here Today, Monday, and Tuesday, and Mark is so ready, he came ready. He's got both uh, barrels loaded. Is that what you say? <laughs> You're the hunter. <laughs> he is ready to go and full of the word. We, God's been doing great and mighty things this year. In um, our ministry, as he has all over, there's revival. I'm so excited. My granddaughter's in ORU, and uh, she's a freshman. So she called her mom Friday, no Saturday, yesterday. She said, "Mom, we started church last night here in the chapel at seven o'clock, and we're still going. It was three p.m. Saturday." Woo! She said, "We're just it's wonderful." She said, "The atmosphere is so." Come on. How many like your granddaughters, grandkids? Oh, man, I'm in revival. So God's doing great things in every age, and every nation. Praise the Lord. And we're so grateful for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And what God is doing, Jesus Christ from, from heaven, is he's the head of the church. And he's not slacking. He's going forward. <laughs> he, he's our, our pioneer of faith. He keeps pressing forward. So it is in our daily life, you know. We're not just, you know, settling. We're pressing forward what God has for us, and our eyes are on him. Amen. How many can testify, just like the song said, I would have despaired unless I had believed. I'd see your goodness. Hallelujah. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. And I know if we just interviewed each one of you, you have a testimony, right? I want you to think about what God has done for you, your testimony, just for a minute. You got it? Something God has done for you. Hallelujah. I know some of you during the COVID thing, he rescued you. He saved your life, and you're alive and well. Praise God. There's many, many testimonies he's brought us from a long way, and he's not finished. Amen. One of my favorite verses is Philippians 1 6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus. Hallelujah. So he has a plan, God's not finished. He has a destiny for us to fulfill and to get to. And um, we're going to make it. And this week, somebody needs to clean my glasses. How about you? Uh, this week, we're so glad to be here because we, we know that the Word of God, he sends his Word, and it's right on time. It heals. It restores. It picks us up. It gets us going. Hallelujah. And he watches his Word to perform it, whatever he says. He's gonna watch it and he's gonna do it. Just like he told Mary. Amen. The angel said, Whatever the word is that I'm giving you, God, is it's self-fulfilling. There's a performance of every word that I gives you, I give you. So whatever you hear this day, tonight, tomorrow, thank you. And Tuesday, take it to heart, write it down. God's watching that word to perform it. He will do it. And so it's self-fulfilling word. But we don't want to drop it. We want to treasure it. Psalm 119, oh, goodness, it has 170-something scriptures in it. And it's all about how precious the word of God is, how valuable the word of God is, right? Oh, And so David just goes on and on about the Word. So today, we're going to focus on your Word. Amen? Amen. So you got your Bible. You're going to open it. Amen. Um, I wrote this book hmm, several years ago. And I say I just took a broom and swept all the good teaching I could together. (laughs) So there's stories from Brother Hagin, stories from... Uh, great teachers in the body of Christ, testimonies, um, teaching, and it starts off with my testimony. How that I, as a child, I was, had asthma, and I was so sick a lot in the hospital, out of the hospital. You know, just I thought, well, this is me, allergic to everything, and I'm sick all the time. In fact, that's what my dad told Mark when we got engaged. Dad took Mark aside. He said, no, I want to warn you a little bit. <laughs> Trinity's a little sickly. <laughs> and Mark said, oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing for God. Amen. I'm so glad. I have a wonderful husband, full of faith, full of the word. And so as a teenager, about 17 years old, someone came to our door. They had been to hear Brother Hagan, and they knocked on the door. They had a box of his, Brother Hagan's books. The Authority of the Believer, Redeemed from the Curse. I don't know if you've read those, but they are good. And just little ones. And tapes, the back cassette tapes back in, you know, I'm in the 70s. Come on, girl. You have any hippie kind of, all right, we know about that. And um, my sisters and I, we got those little tapes, and we began to listen to those tapes. I remember we were laying on the bed, and we heard, Brother Hagin's testimony, how he went to hell, how God raised him up, how God taught him the authority of the believer, how to pray the Ephesians prayers, Ephesians 1, Ephesians 3. How old were we? We were uh, probably 14, 16, and 18. Don't tell me young people can't get this and they're not hungry for it. And what did we do with that? We began to preach it everywhere we went. We went on tour. We sang, you know, back in the day, and we get up and preach. That's what we preached. Did you know? And I listened to consent, a little recording from way back there the other day, and I thought, hey, we're preaching the same thing today as we did back then because it's true. And so, um, anyway, back to being sick. I began to meditate on healing scriptures Got a collection. How many have been doing that? And that's what I put in this book, all the scriptures that I begin to meditate upon. And then one day, uh, I had an asthma attack. In the middle of the night, Mark was gone out of town on a preaching trip, and I was home with the kids. And I got out of bed, and I got so mad. I got so mad. Sometimes you got to get so mad that you look mad. You act mad. And, um, I had gone to sleep listening to Brother Higgin talk about the realm of the spirit, how easy it is, easy to step out of the natural in the spirit, just like walking out of one room into another. You are a spirit being made in the image of God. You're born again. You got the life of God in you. You're living in that body, but you're looking at your eyes and, uh, so that was just roll, rolling around in me. And when I woke up and could not breathe, the Holy Spirit said, you can hear his voice in your spirit. And he said, that is a spirit of infirmity Resist it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm so glad. So I did. I said, in the name of Jesus. I got kind of loud, ugly. You didn't want to mess with me? Get out of here, you spirit of infirmity. Get off in my body in the name of Jesus. I just went after it, you know. Use my authority. And I shut the door on the devil. I kicked that thing out. And I tell you what, that was the point where my life began to change. And I maintained that victory. I, to, to this day, I maintain that victory. And when symptoms come, I go, oh, body, you know, you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Calm down. Calm down. Now, devil, get out of here. Amen. Amen. Talk to it. Right. But you have to maintain that authority, and you have to stay renewed in your mind, right? So today, and we're going to talk about that because those healing scriptures that I meditated on all those many years About 37 years. I can't believe I'm this old. 66 and a half. I could beat you in arm wrestling, I think. Um, I was a a mom, and um, I was leading praise and worship and all that stuff, and I had a horrible headache for a while. And I sat down on the front row church, and I thought, i got to get out of service. I think I'm going to lose it, you know. So I left the, the auditorium, went out, was in the back, and I collapsed. I had a um, seizure. Somebody, Nobody knew where I was. Somebody came to find me, and they found me on the bathroom floor in a seizure. I don't know how that looked. Anyway, I woke up in the hospital, and when I woke up, before I opened my eyes, All these healing scriptures that are in my heart, I say they are in my heart. (laughs) They abide in me. They were like flowing up like a fountain of powerful, abundant life, living water. Himself took your infirmity. He bore your sickness. With his stripes, you are healed. The strong spirit of a man will sustain that infirmity. And those were what was in my mind when I came awake and I opened my eyes, and there was the doctor right there. Mark was right here. The doctor standing there, you know, with his clipboard. He's gone, Well, hello. It looks like you have an inoperable brain tumor. Whoa. How many want to hear that when you wake up? No, no. I, no, no. And those words were like an arrow, you know, coming. And already, though, the Holy Spirit, he works in your spirit. He's not asleep. He's there to help you. And he's always there to give you the word of God. And that word is what is that? It's a faith shield. Take your shield. Amen? The Word of God. And that shield that was already in my heart, my mind, it was there, and it deflected that evil report. Now, I want you to take my testimony and apply it to wherever you are, whatever battle you may be in. You know, there's all kinds of things we go through. But the Word of God will win in every case. Hallelujah. Yes. Can I hear a great big amen? Amen. Yes. And so uh, that arrow that you have an inoperable brain tumor, you know, you blah, 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 and was going on and on. And he told Mark, you know, she's going to have, you know, <laughs> she's going to be like a vegetable and she can't do this and that and da, 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 da. But I didn't hear that. I'm so thankful. Mark did, but he took that uh, word evil report, and he went to the Word of God, which is what we do every time that anything happens. Go to the Word of God. That's the truth. Everything else could be a lie. It's like, uh, you know, I come to Disney, and I think, oh, that's fake. I've been to the mountains. I know the mountains. You know, that's a fake river. Oh, I know. You know, it's a fake What the enemy wants to come, he can only deceive. He can only lie. But the word of God is truth. It's solid. It won't move. I mean, it's unchanging. Hallelujah. And it will produce whatever it says. So I always go back to the word of God. What does the Bible say? Hallelujah. And I begin to... um, take my stand that day. And Mark took his stand. He came to the room where I was in the hospital and he spoke not to God like this. Oh God, help. You know, this is religious. Oh God, I know you give and you take and you, you know, whatever your will is, Lord, just help us. No, that's not how we pray. If we abide in him, his word abides in us, then we know. His word comes out in your prayer, and we ask, and we command. And Jesus in Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Come on, how many can speak that? Yeah, whosoever. whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he Say it. Woo! Amen. Amen. So Mark did that. He came to the room. I remember he spoke to the tumor. He said, Mr. Tumor, and he looked at it because it was like this far down in my brain, right? There's a, there's a scar right there. <laughs> Mr. Tumor, I'm talking to you. According to Mark 11:23, I'm speaking to you to be removed, to dry up, from the roots in the name of Jesus and Trina will not have any evil effects from that so that's what he said and I did not feel this no I did not cry I had no emotional response you know spiritual words talk to the spirit world and that's separate from your emotions you, you are a three part you are a spirit you have a soul come on now you're Mind, your will, your emotions that are affected by what you believe and the voices that you consider. And you're staying in a body, and that body talks all the time, hungry, whatever it is, ouch, whatever. But you are spirit, and with your spirit, when it's strong, with the Word of God and with the Holy Ghost, then you can... Function in the authority that Jesus did when he ministered on the earth. He never went, oh, it's a storm. No, out of his spirit. He knew the dominion that he carried and he walked in. As a man and a person just like us, he knows how it feels. I'm so glad. He knows pain. He knows cold. He knows the heat. He knows hunger. He knows the voice of the devil. He knows to be forsaken by his friends. He knows, come on, he suffered just like us, but he didn't function in the flesh. He functioned out of the spirit, and that is fellowshipping with God. His his fellowship was with the Father, Oh, didn't he, every day, oh, Father you know, and the Holy Spirit will come upon him. And the word that was implanted into his spirit by meditating upon it as a little boy, yes, yes. according to the, all those Hebrew traditions, you know, he learned the scriptures. We got to know the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Sharpen that sword up. So when... Evil came to him, he spoke, it is written. So the scripture I want you to take today is Psalm 107 and verse 20, okay? And it says this, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent another translation, he sent his word to heal them and preserve their life and delivers them from their graves. He sent out his word and it healed and from their corruptions it freed. I don't know about you, but I hate the corruption that cancer leaves. I hate all that. It's a mess, infection and all. Hallelujah. He sends his word. He rescues us out of that. He spoke the word. I like this message translation. He spoke the word that healed you. I like it. Puts it in the past. He spoke the word that healed you, that pulled you back from the brink of death. Hallelujah. Whatever the word is that comes to heal you, it grabs you, it'll get you, and it'll pull you back. Amen. There's some pullback power in the Word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. He sends His Word. Amen. That Word is so valuable. And so, uh, Proverbs 420, I'm going to give you this one. This is the prescription that God gives. God identified Himself in the Scriptures as, I am the Lord that heals you. Yes. Right? Yes. In the beginning, he's, Exodus 1526. He said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am thy physician. I am thy life giver. These are other translations. I am Yahweh, thy physician. I like this one. I the Lord make you immune to diseases. I'm not even gonna get it. I'm immune. I the Lord will bring thee only health. So that is a religious lie that says, the Lord gave you sickness to teach you something. That came out of the mouth of the serpent. That is a lie. That's a lying spirit. So if that comes to you, say, shut up, devil. I resist you. I know the truth. God is my healer. Jesus came and he said, what did he say in John 10, 10? but I've come to give you life. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I have come to give you what? Life, and that life more abundantly. Praise God. So we got God on the good side, and the devil where he is on the bad side. Don't get mixed up. If you do, your faith will waver. You'll go back and forth, and it, you won't be blessed. You won't get anything, but you stay on this side. God is good. God is life. He is love. He is stronger than anything. Come on. My faithful God. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Psalm 107, 20 says that. And then Proverbs four 20. We'll just take a walk to the next book to Proverbs. And I love Proverbs 4. It's so good. It says things like this. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn. It's getting brighter and brighter to the full day. Come on. Woo, we have a great expectation. We're just going forward. It's getting brighter. Hallelujah. Your brighter days are ahead. Okay. Psalm 4, verse 20. let Let's We could say it together. My son, You can read it with me. Attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Amen. So that's not a good, uh, it is a good scripture, but it's not one you just memorize and go, wow, I got that down. But let's look at it. Let's eat it. How many of y'all like to look at the ingredients of whatever it is you're eating? Yeah? Okay, let me tell you. If it has a whole bunch of things that are like chemicals, all that mess, throw it out. (laughs) Get the real deal. Get it clean, and that'll help you. But he says, my son, my son. If your father says, my son, that means he's like this. Come here. I'm talking to you and I'm your daddy. The first part of Proverbs was written by Solomon and by David to Solomon, his son. So there's a lot of instruction here that a father would want the son to know. And then it said that Jesus learned Proverbs. And as he did, as a young boy, as a young man, it was like, the Father God was teaching him. So while we meditate on this scripture, put yourself in Jesus' place and say, yeah, God, you're talking to me. God, you're talking to me. He says, my son. What did he say? Attend to my words. So it would be like a dad saying, come on, I'm going to tell you something. This is really important. Don't forget it. Pay attention to my words. That's number one. Pay attention to God's word. Let's say that. Pay attention to God's word. And then the second thing is, what is it? Incline thine ear to my sayings. Okay? There's a lot you could say there. (laughs) You could incline your ear. If you go to the words of Jesus, wherever he said, whatsoever. uh, um, What did he say? Behold, I say unto you. Many times he goes, I say to you. Whenever he said, I say to you, that's one of those sayings. You're going to go, oh, oh, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> that's what he said in Mark 11:23. 23. I'm saying this to you. This is a saying. What is that saying? It is a principle in the spirit and in the, in the realm where God lives that it will work in the realm where you live. Yes. Right? It's like a law of gravity. It just works. He says, pay attention to my sayings. So how do you hear? With your ear. But what do you hear? How do you, How can you hear God's word? Can you hear it talking out of the Bible? Can you hear it? If you read it out loud, you can hear your voice say it. That's the best. And then as you look at it, let them not depart from before your eyes. It'll start talking to you through your eyes. Because spiritual words are going into your spirit. Right? And you can hear it. The voice of God in your spirit coming right off the page of the Bible. So what? What uh, David was teaching to Solomon was, come on now, you're going to have a relationship with the word of God and what I say to you. And it's not just going to stay in me. It's going to get in you. So (laughs) let them not depart from before your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? Because they are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. That's the result you're going to get from this word. Hallelujah. So how many, I call this God's prescription. So what do you do when you're feeling bad or something's going wrong in your body? You head to the doctor. Yep. And he takes all these tests, whatever. And he says, okay, now I'm going to give you a prescription for this. What do you do with that prescription? Do you just set it on the dash and open the window and it flies out? He throws it away. Some of them I've thrown away. I don't need that. That's addictive. Nah. Look at all the. But if you really need that, you will get to the drugstore. and You hand it to them. Somehow they can read it and they uh, fill it. And then you read on the bottle, it says take with water, whatever, with food, every four hours or whatever. And you're supposed to follow that prescription, right, so that it will work. Like antibiotics, you might say, well, I feel better. I'm not going to finish that prescription. But you should follow the prescription in the natural, okay? Now, God's word is your prescription, The position is God. His word has so much power in it. It doesn't come back void. It will prosper. It's on a target to do what it's sent to do. Hallelujah. It will, it will bind whatever's wrong and turn it all the way around and it will desist. So this is the way you got to take it. Some of the prescriptions say take with water. Psalms say take with, eat with food, you know. But this is how we take God's word. Um, listen to it. Attend to it. Listen to it. Look at it. Say it. It gets in your heart. That's the method. So you're going to pay attention to it. You're going to get it out. The scriptures that are in here, I found them. I wrote them. I got different translations and I started whenever I had the asthma text. I would start at the beginning and I would go all the way to the end. It was like a treatment. I would say it. I would almost find myself doing this. And then I would stop when it talked to me. Because some scriptures will say, Here, this is what you need today. And you go, Oh, yeah. And I rejoice over it. I cry over it. I say it. I remember that word. Because God's talking to you. He's not like some doctors that say, oh, okay, whatever. Get in here and get out of here, you know. But he wants to listen to you. He knows he can unwind the emotions. He can unwind the hurt. He understands it. And he goes to the core of it with his word. He sends his word to heal you. His purpose is to rescue you. His purpose is for you to have wholeness and health and just be well amen so the purpose of his word is to heal and this is how we take it this is uh, it says for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh the word life there in the hebrew means alive strong appetite quick springing it means to revive keep alive Nourish up. This is what the word does. It will preserve, quicken, recover, cause you to recover, repair, restore to life, revive, save, surely make you whole. And listen, it's also health to all your flesh. That word health is rafa, which is medicine. Medicine. And that means a cure Deliverance. Come on. Remedy. It'll make you sound. That's what. (laughs) Glory to God. Perfect soundness. That's what Peter said to the man that was sick. It gives you the name. It's above every name. Gives you perfect soundness. The man stood up, leaping and walking he had never walked before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! It make it is wholesome, and Rafa means to mend by stitching. I like that. I have someone very near and dear to me that has that had tumors and lesions in her bones. She didn't know. And there was one in her, her scapula back here, and it just broke up her, the bone, just broke it up. It's mending. Today, it's mending. And I sent her this verse. I said, this is what the Word of God does. Hallelujah. It brings, it's medicine. And the result of this medicine is mending by stitching. I just like to see that, just one stitch at a time. You know, so the word is healing. Healing is a process. Don't stop believing. Don't stop hoping. Don't stop taking that medicine. It's working a stitch at a time. Hallelujah. I'm so glad for the word. I would have perished. And uh, it means to cure, to cause to be whole, to heal, and to repair. So whatever. Now I'm I'm talking about physical healing, but you can apply this to anything. Apply it to your mind, your will, your emotions, your family relationships. God sends His word right to right when you need it. Believe that word. Keep eating that word. Keep taking that word and rejoicing over that word because it will have an effect. It has an effect. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And because of that word that I meditated on, I was in the position where when Mark said, tumor, go. He was in the position to say it you got to keep your faith up, guys. Feed on the word. Live in the word. Act on it. Believe it. Amen? Because you don't know when the evil day could come. It comes to all of us. It's not a precious promise, but we're here in the earth. So when evil days come, you want to be clothed with the armor of God. You want to have that word in your heart and your mouth. You want to have it in your imagination, Praise God, you don't want to go into fear. You go, want to resist the devil. You want to take a stand. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. What time do I need to be done? You got 11, 11 Okay, time for one more verse. Okay. All right, here, uh, go to um, these scriptures in um, Luke 5 15. Luke 5 15 and this is jesus you know jesus always did miracles he he raised people from the dead he calmed storms he healed the leper blind people i mean if you if you could have written them all down there's not enough books the world couldn't contain them the things that he did and those are those are big things but also he taught Because he came from heaven, and we are made in his image. The purpose of man was for fellowship, walking with God, wholeness. And when the enemy came in, Satan, that's when sickness came. That's when dysfunction came. And when Jesus came to the earth, he said, I'm bringing the kingdom of God here. Listen to my words and the way that I'm speaking is how the kingdom operates. And if you listen to what I say, you're going to operate in the kingdom. Yes. Yes. So he taught about forgiveness. Whoa. So that's, like, personal. Oh, God, you know how I feel about my brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, the strife I have at work. And things like that, you know. He knows what you're going through. So your emotions are so much part of how you live well. And if they're not well, you've got to get it right. Yeah. So he spoke about forgiveness, getting along, um, uh, marriage, children. He's, he got da- right down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Where we live, yes. anger, all this, jealousy, he talked about it. And when people came to hear him, it says in Luke, um, let's see, we're going to look at Luke 5 and verse 14, well, no, 15. It says, but so much the more, the news spread abroad concerning him. Great crowds kept coming together to hear him and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So how often did they come? Daily. Daily. Every day they came. A lot of people came. And why, why did they come? They wanted to hear my son attend to my words. Yes. They wanted to hear these words. Yes. They have eternal life in them. Yes. Wow, something happens when people come and hear these words. And they were healed by him of their infirmities. And then over in the, uh, the sixth chapter, it says the same thing. It says, verse 17, they came to hear him, to listen to him, and to be cured of their diseases. That word, to be healed or cured, is therapeo. Therapeo. Does that sound like some kind of English word you know? Mm. Say it. Therapy. How many have had therapy for something? A lot of athletes have therapy. (laughs) Yeah. And do you just go once? You continue, and you go back, and somebody's working something, and they're helping you. And you gain progress over some time. And so you see here that they were gaining progress as they came to hear and be healed by Jesus, they heard his words, and the result of hearing those words, they started doing those words, and as they did, they were set free. They were they were feeling better. They were well. They were healed. It was therapy. So to be healed is therapeo. That means come again. Every day, come on. Feed on that word. It's working in you. It's doing something. The word is full of life and power. It's on a mission. It will heal you. It is your prescription. Praise God. So we don't just hear it once, or we just don't go up in the in the line and say, "Okay, and I didn't get it. I guess it doesn't work for you." No, keep it. Get it. Like uh, keep it in the midst of your heart. Proverbs four twenty. Keep it in the midst of your heart. What is midst? That means it's like a, a, a scope, like a, a the crosshairs. What do you call that? I got a lot of hunters in this room. I think. Crosshairs. Yeah. Crosshairs. So it's right in the middle. It's right there. It is your <laughs> to focus. Hallelujah. And when it comes out of you, when people ask you. Uh, how are you doing? Well, you know what? The Word of God says, blah, 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 And then you begin to testify. You're focused on it day in, day, night. Amen. You're taking your prescription around the clock. Hallelujah. Come on, some people have to get their alarms and wake themselves up to take their medicine. How much more we can wake up and say, um, instead of saying, man, I'm awake again, I want to be asleep. Get up. Get up. Look at the Word. Look at the Word. Rejoice over the Word. Hallelujah. Thrill over the Word. Amen. God and His Word are one. So when you're getting up and you're fellowshipping with God through His Word, He's speaking to you. Every word from God is God-breathed given by inspiration of god comes right out of him he's a spirit and it comes right into your spirit and what do you do you breathe it in it's reviving just like it says it's restoring it'll give you life it'll stand you upon your feet it'll give you strength amen and you shall live and you will not die And you will declare what God has said. Hallelujah. And you are a testimony. Just like me, I could have died. I could have been a mess. But praise the Lord, today, I'm well, I'm strong, I'm healthy. Hallelujah. And I intend to stay that way. But I don't want to keep it to myself. I want to tell you, this is available. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe you've been listening this morning. Maybe you came with uh, some issue going on in your body. Can I talk to that? You know, like Mark talked to whatever. That tumor. He talked to it. I'm going to talk to it. I have authority. If you have something going on in your body right there, just lift your hand and say, whatever it is, lift your hand. And I'm going to talk to whatever. It doesn't block. Just keep your hand up. And I'm going to speak. And we're going to Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You bore our sickness. You carried our pains. Thank you, Jesus. When you were lifted up like a serpent in the wilderness, you became a curse for us so you could break the curse. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Jesus, that you said I could take authority in your name over sickness, over evil spirits, over the enemy who wants to steal, kill, and to destroy. I speak to discouragement. I speak to uh, hopelessness. I say, go in the name of Jesus. I speak to doubt and unbelief. You cannot abide. You cannot stay. you got to go. In the name of Jesus, I speak to the spirit of fear. Fear, get out. Get out. Say, get out. You resisted. Get out. In the name of Jesus. And I speak healing. Now just lift both hands up and receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now worship Jesus. Worship Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. I speak his life. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement for your peace is upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, you are healed and made holy. Whole. Now lift both hands and just thank him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for sending your word. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Your power is working in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Come on, your praise as you're receiving. Your praise as you're thanking. Oh, there's miracles as you praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Woo, I feel like they're Anointing in this place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. How many going to keep with this? How many going to stick with it? Hallelujah. How many going to tell, tell, tell people what God has done for you? Amen. Praise God. I speak blessing to you, and I want to give this book to somebody that really needs it. Is there anybody? You? Okay yeah it has a cd in the back it's mark reading all the healing scriptures in there so it's, it's a real good tool praise the lord we hope you enjoyed this message by word of life church we just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at com. from our youtube channel to our podcast to our soundcloud and many more events we also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages